0: This is the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast Bucks Bulletin Edition for Week 13 Fantasy Exclusive Preview of Saints at Buccaneers. Monday night game, so your last chance in season-long leagues to get points in Week 13 are with Saints or Buccaneers, and it could apply to your opponent as well if you are sitting in the clubhouse going into Monday. The Bucks Bulletin is the brainchild of Brandon Legal Group, they're a full-service law firm, and they service the greater Tampa Bay area. I spent time on the phone this morning recording this on Wednesday morning, November 30th, with Jeremy Roberts from Brandon Legal Group, as Brandon Legal Group has a foursome for the upcoming sold-out. Todd Wright Tour 39, our annual golf tournament and holiday spectacular at West Chase Golf Club in Tampa. Good to speak to Jeremy. I look forward to seeing him and Colin and Tony. And Donnell and Romper and Romper Boo. Thank you for the five people who know the Romper Room reference, including my friend and comedian Al Romas, who made a reference to Romper Room in a recent show I saw at Side Splitters in Wesley Chapel. Yes, the Side Splitters that's in a movie theater. It's interesting. Al did great. Back to Jeremy, back to Brandon Legal Group. If you are in need of legal assistance, they are a full service law firm. Full service can mean many things, among them, divorce, child support adjustment, post-judgment, domestic violence injunction. Those are just some of the things covered by full service, and you can find out more with a free consultation. Visit brandonlegalgroup.com, brandonlegalgroup.com, or call 844 blg for me for a free consult. Brandon Legal Group, your full-service law firm servicing the greater Tampa Bay area. Recording this on Wednesday morning, so in in advance of some potential injury tweaks, keep checking status on your Bucks or Saints players going forward um, as the week goes on in case there are updates beyond when this podcast was recorded and when you ultimately listen to it. Um, I want to start with Chris Godwin uh, with his best game of the year prior to the bye. He got into the end zone for the first time, then the bye week, and then the talk of him being 100% seemed true based on how he was used Uh, And it wasn't just the volume, it wasn't just uh, the fact that Godwin for the week in my 21st century standard scoring settings was wide receiver six, rostered 95% of Yahoo Leagues, 12 grabs, 110 yards, and one touchdown. Godwin was running downfield routes. Really, prior to the bye, Godwin was running routes within a few yards of the line of scrimmage. And then out of the bye, he wasn't just running. I talked about how if he's truly healthy, Tom Brady needs him more mid-range. It was beyond mid-range. There were some deep routes. Um, Really, the one missed connection between Brady and Godwin was an overthrow by Brady, and it was way downfield. Uh, So even though the Bucs, who... Haven't scored this few points in succession since the loser Lovey Smith days, ish. But Godwin was certainly worth being in your lineup last week, and you're playing him again this week. There's nothing necessarily, and again, I'm not big on matchups. You take care of your own house, you play your best players. Um, there's nothing about the Saints that gives you any cause for pause on putting Chris Godwin right back out there in week 13 as you approach your fantasy playoffs or try to clinch a berth in your fantasy playoffs after his 12 for 110 and one touchdown. It was not a great performance for Mike Evans. And as I look for him in the week 12 rundown, I'm all the way through the top 50 wide receivers and do not see him. Uh, Something seemed off. He was involved in the offense. He didn't produce. Some of that may be his fault. Some is Tom Brady's fault. And some uh, is the play of some talented guys on the Cleveland Browns. But just two for 31 in I'm guessing that's Mike's worst performance of the year. Yeah, other than being suspended against Green Bay and even with being ejected from the New Orleans game for the rest of that one. So that's now three straight games in my scoring settings and six of seven where Evans has not scored double digits. He does not have a touchdown since the Kansas City game and that was basically in garbage time. I'm still playing Evans this week. I don't own him, but I think if you are, you're still playing him. Uh, There is the the fact that it's still Tom Brady, although we've told you for weeks not to play Tom Brady, and we were right about last week. We'll revisit that in a moment. But it's getting to the point where you're very frustrated by the lack of double-digit points on a weekly basis for Mike Evans. I would say if you have someone on your bench that has been put it this way, if Christian Watson is on your bench, you got to play him instead of Mike Evans with the way Watson is producing over multiple weeks with multiple quarterbacks. Now going to the Philadelphia game on Sunday night. Um, and who do the Packers have this week? Um, that's one example of a guy you got to play at this point. If there's someone sitting on your bench who has produced for multiple weeks, and that's just one off the top of my head, you got to go with it. I think Watson was wide receiver five just in front of Godwin, so this should be uh, easy for me to look up. Yeah, I mean, Watson has put up, geez, five, seven. Uh, almost 63 fantasy points in the last three weeks. He has six touchdowns and he's going up against the Bears uh, who just got torched by Mike White and the Jets. So yeah. So that's one example of taking Evans out of your lineup for a player who clearly is producing and you must play. Otherwise, I think Evans stays in there. No other pass catcher uh, for the Buccaneers is worth talking about. So let's go to Rashad White, uh, who had the backfield pretty much all to himself with Leonard Fournette not active. White's volume was great. I mean he touched the ball 23 times. You're not going to argue with 109 yards. he did get you double digit points. So yeah, good on you. Um, he didn't score. That hurt you, and that hurt the Buccaneers. But volume, yardage, all good. You can't expect them to get in the end zone every game. Uh, So, yeah, you're rolling them out uh, this week against the Saints. Again, the Saints doing nothing to give you cause for pause in terms of matchup. So Rashad White is back out there. I think he's back out there even if Fournette is active. And if Fournette is active, honestly, I don't know. I mean, it kind of depends on what the news is. Uh, If I own Fournette, I would probably say no to playing him unless I know he's going to start or unless White pops up on the injury report. It just doesn't feel like where Fournette was really turning it on this time last year, it's going in the wrong direction this year. And I think that hurts uh, his fantasy owners, obviously, and the Bucs as a whole. Spent a lot of time talking about Tom Brady last week. He was quarterback 12 last week, and remember, four teams were on by. Uh, Yes, he was ahead of Mahomes and Burrow, but here are some of the names that outperformed Tom Brady last week. Mike White, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Derek Carr, and there's Geno Smith, who we've told you about since like week four. So our thoughts on Tom Brady continue, that you can't keep putting him out there, and there are other better quarterbacks that are and have been available for weeks. If the Bucks are going to sink with Tom Brady at the helm, don't let Brady sink your fantasy team. Ryan Suckup has not been putting up as much in recent weeks. Uh, I'm going to go to the overall kicker numbers because he was one of the top five kickers for a while. And I do adjusted kicker scoring. Most of you know this. Every field goal is worth three. Every extra point is worth one. Missed extra point, minus one. Missed field goal from 39 and in is minus one. Um, suck up is, has dropped to kicker eight on the season. So still top ten, but in recent weeks, not as much. Um, just the three extra points against Seattle, then the bye week, Then one field goal of forty-two yards and two extra points. Uh, Let's see against Cleveland. So I'm sure you picked up another kicker for November twentieth, but it's been a while. Look, he'll probably get a couple of field goal attempts in the New Orleans game. So I'm not. Telling you to cut Ryan Suckup at this point, although options like I was about to say Tyler Bass and Nick Folk might be sitting out there, but you got to factor weather in on some of these northern games now. Um, check wind as much as precipitation, but uh, yeah, just suckups numbers are off. I understand if you're sticking with them. Uh, Saints, in inverse order. Uh, Will Lutz, I don't think, is a kicker only twice this year in double digits. And he's kicking outdoors. And for what it's worth, the Bucs don't seem to give up a lot of points to field goal kickers. Um, That may show once teams get close to the end zone, they're scoring touchdowns against the Buccaneers. Let me go to Chris Olave, who has really been... The only consistent, there are really only two Saints you can start just about every week this year in, amazingly, a loss season for the Saints, but they're still just one win back, a first place in the division. Uh, I believe Alave, let's see where he is overall on the season. There he is. I mean, he is, a, let's just call him a high-end wide receiver too at this point. Uh, Just below Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Tyler Lockett. Just above Brandon Ayuk, who's been on a nice run. And Terry McLaurin, who's been quietly doing what we've seen him do for years. And uh, there's Gabe Davis as well. So, Alave just broke 100 fantasy points on the season. 56 receptions. I don't reference targets, but I use them uh, to talk about when there's a problem. It's not a good thing. Alave's had 36 missed connections with various Saints quarterbacks. It just shows how the Saints don't have a quarterback. Some of those are from Dalton. Some of those are from Winston. Some of those are from Taysom Hill. 56 catches, 822 yards. You don't love that he's only gotten in the end zone three times. Of all the receivers above him and even Ayuk below him, he has the lowest touchdown count. And it's not like they're trying to get him involved uh, in the running game like San Francisco does Debo. So, Alave's a solid wide receiver, too. Uh, he has only been in single digits four of the last five weeks. He had a five for 102, one touchdown game against the Rams. So, wide receiver, two numbers there for Alave. Kamara, like every Saint, coming off a bad game against the 49ers defense. Uh, But uh, Kamara's been putting up RB2 numbers, uh, just over 100 points on the year. Uh, 49 receptions for 422 yards and two touchdowns. He only has one rushing touchdown. That was a concern last year as well. 131 carries. 524 yards and one touchdown. So both he and Alave have only gotten in the end zone a combined six times uh, this season. But yeah, Kamara is an RB2 for you as Alave is a wide receiver too. Uh, There is a questionable designation, um, and he did lose two fumbles against the 49ers. It's not like the Saints were going to bench him, but he did only have seven carries in a game where the Saints were consistently playing from behind. Um, NBC Sports Edge says it very well. Um, He should be viewed as a mid-RB2 in next week's game against the Buccaneers. I agree. And there's no quarterback you're playing against the Saints unless you hear that Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback this week, and then you don't play him at your quarterback position. You play him at your tight end position in Yahoo Leagues. And when your opponent bitches and moans and complains... You just shut that owner out because Yahoo has had Taysom Hill listed as a quarterback and tight end all season long. I do not have Taysom Hill on my roster for this week. I know I talked about him earlier this year and how much I love him, and that was that one big game, and then he had a game just before and just after where he was used in the red zone, and he scored. And those days now are in the rearview mirror, and I'm not sure he might not be healthy because I still wonder why he hasn't been doing more. He may not be 100%, but he's a guy who's going to play through pretty much any injury if he can walk and run. The Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast Bucks Bulletin is presented by Brandon Legal Group, your full-service law firm servicing the greater Tampa Bay area. Visit BrandonLegalGroup.com for a free consultation. Also remember for your individual fantasy football questions, you can email me Monday through Saturday at right.todd at yahoo.com. Keep checking for uh, injury status updates uh, as we get closer to the Monday night game uh, between the Bucks and Saints since I recorded this on Wednesday morning of uh, game week, week 13. Good luck. We'll talk to you next week.